I think we're really pioneering an entirely new frontier of healthcare and wellness. This is something that nobody has done before. We're really getting into this idea of preventative health care, empowered health care, taking your health into your own hands. We're fusing, you know, East traditional Eastern medicine with the modern consumer. And so when you're a brand new entrepreneur and you're in a brand new space as well, there are all sorts of challenges that come up, um, expect, you know, some expected, some unexpected, um, but, you know, anything from just how do we take something that has all of this history but also this new emerging science and boil it down into something that people can really tangibly relate to and understand the benefits and learn how to get started. I really think that I've learned a lot about the ability to just hang in there and to always know that there's a solution to a problem. It's just a matter of, you know, keep going forward when new things come at you. painful ski accident left a former investment banker turning to acupuncture. And her immediate relief inspired an idea for a business. With a partner who already provided acupuncture to celebrities, Michelle Larravee envisioned a new kind of acupuncture service and co-founded Within. That's W-T-H-N, ancient healing for modern life with acupuncture and organic herbs. From sound therapy to heated tables, a wellness lounge to vanity areas, Within is a thoughtfully designed experience, offering affordable pampering and healing aimed at millennials who are focused on wellness. Coming up, you'll hear how Within was strategized to be located in the same areas where people live, work, and play. Why growing her customer base more than 10x overnight met Michelle's best advice is a business coach. The concept of Prevent, Heal, Glow? Why the company focused on creating core values because they wanted to scale quickly? What it's like to run a new business and have a baby at the same time? And why a daily run-the-world dietary supplement might be very aptly named? This is the Entrepreneurista Podcast, presented by Socialfly. It's the best business meeting you'll ever have with must-hear real-life looks at how leading women in business are getting it done. And what it takes to build and grow a successful company. It's beyond the gram. With no filters, no limits, and plenty of surprises. Michelle, thank you so much for joining me. Thanks for having me. Nice to meet you. I'd love to learn more about... How Within came to be. Sure. Yes. Tell me about the whole background and the story. Yeah. So Within is the first modern brand for acupuncture and herbal medicine. And what our goal is really trying to do is to make it accessible and demystify it for the modern wellness consumer. That would be me because I've never (laughs) done this before (laughs) and I can't wait to try it. Yet. Yet. Soon. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Um, And so the inspiration for Within really started with my own personal health journey and transformation. So I started doing acupuncture about four years ago. I had a ski accident and ended up with dislocated vertebrae in my neck and a fracture in my back. And after physical therapy and every kind of different imaginable shot, radio nerve blocker that you can imagine, my doctor suggested adding acupuncture to the routine. And the pain relief was immediate, which was obviously really exciting. But as I was going regularly, 
I started to notice that I was sleeping better, less stressed. This time of year, the immunity secret power super weapon, I always call it because it can really boost your immune system and strength. Um, And then a couple years later, it also helped me get pregnant with my son, Sam. So essentially, it transformed my health. Um, I really started to think a lot more preventatively and proactively, and I felt very empowered because I had this kind of tool set of acupuncture and herbal medicine that I could use to optimize my health. If I felt like I was coming down with a cold, I could use it. I didn't just have to wait for getting sick and going to the doctor. Um, So learning about that healing modality and how it could really transform my health was you know, fascinating to me as someone who'd worked in the healthcare industry for over 12 years and investment banking and private equity, uh, much more focused on, you know, payers and providers and pharma. Uh, Just learning more about that was really fascinating. Um, But then I became the hugest advocate for acupuncture, right? All my friends, migraine, acupuncture, back pain, acupuncture, everyone's got to try acupuncture. And I just noticed how hard it was for people to get started. There was not a place that was recognizable, that was trusted, that felt elevated and modern, and that was convenient. Um, And that kind of also being coupled with the fact that the price point for acupuncture is really high. The average in New York before within is around 150, but could easily be 200, 250. Um, And so... In the era of SoulCycle and Drybar and Heyday and all these places where I'm also a consumer, I started to really try to understand why there wasn't a modern reimagination of acupuncture and to think about what I could do to make it more accessible because it really is such a powerful healing modality. How often should you get acupuncture? Yeah. Um, So that's a great question and something we get asked all the time. We like to say that once a week is ideal, um, kind of once a month is a minimum if you you know, want to see the benefits build up on a regular basis and probably somewhere in between is reality if you're starting a new habit. Is acupuncture for everyone? Is this something that everyone should do even if they're, you know, healthy yeah. or not experiencing any kind Great of question. pain or trauma? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So absolutely. I mean, we say all the time that acupuncture is literally for anybody with a body, and that's one of the things that we're so excited right, about. I'm going. So, I have a body. Yeah. <laughs> no, exactly. Check. Um, so, acupuncture, you know, it, there's a lot of common conditions that acupuncture is good for that people think of. So, whether it's pain, neck pain, back pain, shoulder pain, migraines, whether it's fertility, PMS, menopause, I think people today kind of think about acupuncture as something that you would go to if you were ailing, but really, Acupuncture in Eastern medicine is a system of preventative health care. And so it should be used to optimize your health and keep you healthy. So I think one of the best um, ways of explaining kind of how it has always worked for thousands of years is that in ancient China, you pay your doctor to keep you healthy. But then the minute you get sick, you stop paying until you're healthy again, mm-hmm. which is, you know, turning the Western healthcare system right. completely on its head. But that's because acupuncture and herbal medicine can be used together to combat stress, to help you sleep better, to improve your digestion, to enhance your brain function and your mood. So, I mean, who doesn't need, you know, all of those things? So we really think it is good for anybody. And something that we're trying to do it within is to make it much more accessible so that it can also become a lifestyle of prevention in the U.S. as well. 
talk to me about the science behind it. So, you know, as someone who's never done mm-hmm. acupuncture before, you know, I know what I, based on what I see in the movies, yeah. you know, you're laying down on a table and you have someone putting needles in mm-hmm. specific areas. And I always wonder, does that hurt? And how does that do all of these wonderful things? How does this all work? Yeah. Um, so a couple of different things. Um Acupuncture has been around for thousands of years, and it's been around for thousands of years because it works. But what we're really excited about is in the past five, maybe ten years, there's been a lot of research that comes out that really starts to explain the physiological mechanisms by which acupuncture works. So there's been a lot of research for years around, you know, acupuncture versus a placebo for pain. And we, you know, knew that it worked, but how did it work was kind of always the $64,000 question. And what the new research is showing, I mean, acupuncture is scientifically proven for over 300 conditions. So there are a lot of different ways in which it actually works, but kind of an umbrella in terms of a lot of the underlying mechanisms is that the acupuncture needles, which are placed at, we call them acupuncture points, there are hundreds of acupuncture points throughout the body, They, the needles actually interact with the body's connective tissue, which then sends messages that alter brain chemistry. So for example, if you think about pain, I know, <laughs> um, if you think about pain, um, acupuncture stimulates the brain to release increased production of the body's natural opiates, which are endorphins and encephalins, and then we'll send them to kind of the local area where you're experiencing pain. Acupuncture can also promote hormonal balance, um, which can be great for women, bringing their cycles into regularity. If you're thinking about um, stress levels, it can regulate the cortisol levels of the brain, which are the body's stress hormones. It can also increase the serotonin and dopamine levels in the brain. Um, So those are just a few ways in which acupuncture is known to work scientifically. And more, I'd say more and more research is being done. There's still a lot more research to do. Um, but we're really exciting because that gives us a way to be able to speak in a modern language and explain to people how this amazing science modality that's been around for thousands of years actually does work. Well, you sold me. I can't <laughs> wait to can't wait to try cool. it. Uh, So I know you have a co-founder. How did you meet your co-founder? Yeah. So uh, my co-founder, Dr. Sherry Auth, is an acupuncturist in New York with celebrity clients. She has a doctorate in Chinese medicine. She's a board-certified herbalist, um, wellness expert, teacher, author. Um, Superwoman. Yeah, she's (laughs) superwoman. She's a super unique wellness expert and an amazing human. Um, But we were connected – Um, Kind of as I went through this health journey and started thinking about what's a modern way to present acupuncture, we were connected actually a good friend of mine from undergrad had been a client of hers for a long time. And so together we – she kind of has seen from the practitioner side some of the challenges in the industry and was really excited about the opportunity to bring this Thing that she's dedicated her life to to a much bigger audience, and we have you know obviously a very synergistic, complementary backgrounds and skill set. And then, what was your first meeting like? Oh, cool! Um, 
So the first meeting, so you were like, oh, we have to start a business together. Is that no, how, how did it? No, how no, did no. this all happen? No, actually, um, yeah, that's great. So I mean, I had kind of been thinking about the concept, doing you know, as a business person, my process was very much around market research, setting milestones. What you know, I wanted to make sure that I was solving a problem. What are the barriers and challenges? So I was kind of in that process. Um, I think the the very first meeting was actually more informal because I was meeting with, you know, I wanted to meet with her to really think through what it was like from a practitioner, because if the business is going to be successful, obviously, a huge component is making sure that right healers and acupuncturists um, are happy and have a community um, and something like that. So that the business also resonated with them. So I think the first meeting was just kind of generally talking about that. And I like quickly uncovered from her how, you know, she was thinking about how there are opportunities in the industry. And so it was more just of a an intro conversation where we both kind of, you know, I explained the idea, it really resonated with her, she added lots of insights and value. And I would say, um, and we also just kind of clicked from a chemistry perspective as well, which I think is so important when you're essentially, you know, you're like dating someone before you jump into bed with them. So successful first date. Um, And then after that, we started meeting almost like on a weekly basis, just kind of advancing and progressing the idea. So I had a business plan that I was updating with every meeting where, you know, new elements of the idea, new pieces of research that we'd kind of work on together and pull into it. We were doing focus groups together, things like that. Um, and then, I mean, over, we, we did like a couple pitch competitions together just to kind of test the idea with the broader audience and get some feedback and we were getting to know each other and we were both kind of investing and like showing that we were both interested and committed. And then we, and we were having conversations too along the way about what were we both thinking about, what, you know, would make us truly able to commit to this full time. And then probably about two months in, we had, you know, like a, are we both going to do this? Are we both going to quit our jobs? She was going to give up her practice that she'd been building over 20 years. Um, And we just felt like we had really created a model that was solving a problem, um, that was something that was truly unique, that there was a huge white space in the market because acupuncture today is, you know, very much um, kind of a high-end, low-end market. And so we felt like there was something really, truly unique and disruptive that we could do together. Yeah, I think it's an awesome concept. Thanks. Um, How did you come up with the name? Yeah, so I keep wanting to say WTHN. I know, and then it (laughs) sounds like a radio station and, you know, um, but – So the name for us is something that we wanted something that was aspirational, that kind of went above and beyond just the literal of being an acupuncture studio with herbal medicine. Um, And so we worked with a branding agency and we went through like a ton of different names, but within really resonated for us because – it really speaks to how acupuncture stimulates your body's internal natural defenses. Um, And it's, you know, something that different people could and do actually take and resonate with it in different ways. So to us, it felt it was perfect when we heard the name. Yeah, I I absolutely love the name. Cool. Uh, And then how did you find or pick your location? What went into that decision? Mm. Great question. Yeah, with the first location really is make it or break it with any kind of a new business. And so that was something that we um, 
you know, did a lot of research. I mean, so, of course, started with kind of, like, demographic, psychographic research. Like, what does um, our target customer, where are they? Because we wanted to be there. Um, and, obviously, in the Flatiron District, there is – we're – our first studio is on 22nd between 5th and 6th. Um, so, right in the heart of kind of New York's emerging wellness hub. Um, and so, for us, we were looking for an area where people come to live, work, and play because this is something that – is this amazing system of preventative health care, and we knew that people were going to make it a lifestyle, so we want it to be as convenient and as accessible as possible. Um, we, you know, I mean, and again, it's accessibility in every sense of the word, so I think even for the very first location, like, just being central and being on a block that's sandwiched by multiple subways, that was really important to us. Um, we were also looking at who are going to be our neighbors because we are excited about like-minded brands that we could partner with where our clients were already going so that, you know, you could do your soul cycle spin yeah. class, have dinner at Sweet Green, and then, you know, get acupuncture after that at Within. So those are some of the factors that were going into it. The other thing that has been also really exciting, so this idea of live, work, and play is we have also done a bunch of exciting partnerships with companies. And so having, um, you know, being in an area where there are lots of forward-thinking companies that are already kind of at that next frontier of wellness for their employees, which is where we come in, um, we've been able to, you know, partner with companies as well. So that's one of the exciting things about Flatiron. Interesting. What do those partnerships yeah. look like? Yeah. So the partnerships can um, range. We're really flexible and love to, you know, kind of fit people's needs. But we've had things like um, we had a group from Twitter that came and did a company offsite before they had a company or sorry, they came and did treatments before they had a company offsite. We've also been going to different companies and we can actually provide kind of acupuncture on demand and set up Ooh, and like simulate that. the experience. We can do informational events where people just kind of want to um, learn more about acupuncture because it's so you know, for employees that are stressed, that are not sleeping well, that are hunched over their computers all day, we're a really great. Yeah, exactly. I know. As we both sit as up. As I sit up, as yeah. you've mentioned that. <laughs> um, exactly. So, yeah, there's a lot of different things that we can do. Integrate with wellness programs. We've had a couple companies just buy, like, a mass amount of sessions that they'll then let their um, teams use and come on an as-needed basis. Coming up, core values, vision, and team. And a surprise. What was the year that you started the business? So we opened in 2018 in November, but we started working on it about two years before that. So what has been your biggest challenge over the last year? Wow, just a year ago. Incredible. Yeah. Well, five well, months. Well, I know. Five I know. months. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I think we're really pioneering an entirely new frontier of healthcare and wellness. This is something that nobody has done before. We're really getting into this idea of preventative health care, empowered health care, taking your health into your own hands. We're fusing, you know, East traditional Eastern medicine with the modern consumer. And so when you're a brand new entrepreneur and you're in a brand new space as well, there are all sorts of challenges that come up, um, expect, you know, some expected, some unexpected, um, but, you know, anything from just how do we take something that has all of this history but also this new emerging science and boil it down into something that people can really 
tangibly relate to and understand the benefits and learn how to get started, um, you know, to dealing with a ground floor retail build out in Flatiron, one of New York's, you know, hottest, most expensive areas um, and managing a construction team. Um, So I think for me, um, well, first of all, it's amazing to have acupuncture to be able to use that as a recovery mechanism and to really stay balanced throughout the process. Um, But also, I really think that I've learned a lot about the ability to just hang in there and to always know that there's a solution to a problem. It's just a matter of, you know, keep going forward when new things come at you. Was there is there something that you wish you knew five, six months ago that you had to learn the hard way? Lots of things. (laughs) (laughs) Where do I begin? No. um, Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think that um, one of the things with being an entrepreneur and starting a new business is this idea that there are so many really high highs, but then there's also really low lows. And so the ability to try not to get too distracted by either of those emotions and just um, stay as even killed as possible is, I think, really important. (laughs) Definitely good advice. I can totally, totally relate. Uh, How big is your team now? Yeah. So for the longest time, it was just my co-founder, Sherry, and myself working on it. And then since we are really focused on the brand and creating community and hospitality um, as our differentiators, our very first hire was our director of marketing. Um, And then, um, you know, it's funny because when you have a retail business, you go from a very small team to – all of a sudden, you have 25 yes. people on the team that um, are working together. So that's kind of around our size right now is 25, 30. Um, most of it's the retail studio staff, um, acupuncturist, front desk ambassadors, studio managers, facilities team. Uh, have Had you have managed people before? Yeah. Yep. So my background was initially investment banking and then private equity and then for the past five years, it had been um, a management consulting doing healthcare strategy and innovation. Um, so actually, just kind of that whole experience through the healthcare industry had seen a lot of the change and transformation that kind of leads to within. But a big part of what I had done was managing teams, project management. Um, and so that fortunately was something that I am comfortable and something that I love, too. Oh, um, I had actually... Um, during my time as a consultant, created a movement in New York for a company around wellness and how do you incorporate work-life balance to, you know, make sure that we're creating a culture that drives employee happiness and retention that like that program ultimately got rolled out nationally. So that was that's just something that I've always loved and that I'm definitely trying to bring in an intentional and exciting way to within as well. That's great that you had that experience to prepare you for managing people because um, I certainly was was not prepared. Yeah. Well, uh, it doesn't <laughs> make it any easier. <laughs> and then how do you hire? Do you have a, a hiring process that's unique to within? Yeah, we definitely do. Well, it's, it's you know, it's definitely um, really we – because we're a brand and because we're also – 
you know, a family of practitioners. There's lots of different types of people that we're hiring. Um, so that has been kind of a unique challenge in and of itself. Um, I would say one thing, though, is that we do have really strong core values that we spent a lot of time being thoughtful and intentional about. Um, and we use those as a way, as a filter for kind of everybody yeah. across the organization. So, I mean, the work that we're doing fundamentally is about transforming your health and helping people feel better than when they came in the door. Um, and so finding people that are really passionate about that, that really understand the vision and mission around accessibility and bringing this, translating it to a wider audience, just kind of resonate throughout the organization. Um, being, a, you know, people that are seeking to share information, to learn, to challenge themselves, to continue to grow um, themselves and with the organization are really important things that we're looking for as well. Um, but then in terms of our process, um, it it really just kind of depends on the role, but we're very focused kind of on outcomes. So thinking about you know, not just past experience, but where we were a business that's growing fast and we have a really big national vision. And so really thinking about um, what are those kind of outcomes that we're focused on and is that a right fit with someone? What are some of the core values that you have? Yeah. Um, so, you know, our first core value is around finding the human connection. And if you think about healthcare and healing, it's very deeply personal. It can, people can be in a vulnerable place when they come in if they're sick or they're trying to get pregnant or they've experienced emotional trauma. And so for us, being able to be open-minded and authentic and non-judgmental and welcoming and creating a human connection, and that is just you know, fundamental to what we have to do. Um, learning and empowering is another core value, and that translates to what we're trying to do externally. So demystifying, communicating the science and the history, um, educating, informing about all the benefits, but also to what we're doing internally and always seeking to get better, to learn, to grow, to give feedback. Um, and then another core value that we have is around working better together as a team. And so when you're in a retail business, you know, there's just so many moving parts when you have clients and you're giving services um, and we have a store. Um, so that idea is really about there's no job that's too big or too small and we all pitch in and we all do everything. Um, and that's, you know, a core to our success as well. And uh, what is the ultimate vision? Yeah. Um, so we really have a national vision that we've had from day one. Our mission is around making acupuncture accessible, helping more people to feel better and stay healthy. And in order to be able to achieve that mission, we need to be able to grow quickly. Um, and so we have, I would say from the beginning, we've built the business to scale. And that's why we've spent a lot of time on hiring processes and on core values is because we want to have that solid foundation in order to be able to grow. And I mean, we hope to expand more retail locations very quickly in New York, but then expand to other cities as well. So LA, Boston, San Francisco, DC, and, and hopefully beyond. Um, and then, so in addition to the acupuncture services that we have, we recently launched our own line of traditional Chinese herbal medicine. 
And so acupuncture, herbs, and cupping are really kind of three of the key pillars of Chinese medicine that have worked together and individually for thousands of years. And so with that launch of the herbal medicine a few weeks ago, now we're officially a national brand and we're able to reach so many more people. Um, so I would say that's that's really our vision is to grow and to scale and to help as many people as possible to feel their best. Where's the next location going so to be? So I'd say the next few locations will be in New York. Um, and we're kind of looking all over the city, but also taking that same lens of live, work, play. Um, what's the right demographic? Where's our existing client already? Where are like-minded brands? And what's the next date? Do you know yet? Are you just going to focus on New York <clears throat> right now and then figure that out? Yeah, I mean – we're definitely focused on New York for the near term um, with the acupuncture studios, uh, but obviously reaching a larger population with the herbal medicine. But, I mean, we can definitely see being in L.A. pretty quickly, San Francisco. That's so exciting that you just launched the herbal medicine. Yeah. Um, and something that Stephanie and I like to do is surprise and delight our guests. So we actually got a gift for you. Uh, oh it's gosh. in your entrepreneurs to swag bag uh, right over near your uh, chair. Oh, wow. And usually we will look at someone's Instagram account, but we couldn't find you on Instagram <laughs> to get a sense of what you like. So we got so you um, this book um, that we feel relates back to your mission. Oh, Positive my gosh. quotes from women. Thank you so much. <laughs> it's beautiful. And beautifully said. <laughs> um Gosh, this is so cool. We actually have um, – so at Within we have a – wellness lounge and we always encourage people to come before their treatment to stay after their treatment to enjoy tea and other we usually have like items that you can sample um but we have a well curated selection also of cool books and things oh, like great. that and i can already envision this being part of that. perfect well I, I hope that when i go visit that book is there I know. in the wellness station in the wellness station thank you so much yes thank you i'm glad that you like it it's so funny courtney that you chose to surprise and delight me today because that is part of our brand ethos of hospitality we love to be able to surprise and delight our clients at within so i'd also love to extend that to all of the entrepreneurista listeners today with 10 percent off all of our online traditional Chinese herbal blends using the code entrepreneurista. Thank you so much. I can't wait to order. Um, so talk to me a little bit more about um, the herbal medicine. So what can I, if mm -hmm. I were to purchase any products, what can yeah. I expect to, to buy, feel mm -hmm. after consuming? <laughs> sure. I'm just going to start with like the very basics because a lot of people will be like, what does that even mean when you say herbs? So for us, Herbal medicine is all plant-based, so parts of the plant that you're familiar with, roots, bark, leaves, flowers, berries, peels, and we use traditional Chinese herbal formulas that have been around for thousands of years, and in some cases, we supercharge them with more adaptogenic herbs or more modern herbs for uh, – or sorry, global herbs, Ayurvedic herbs for a more modern mix. Um, all of our herbs are all organic. We do heavy, intensive quality testing, transparent sourcing, um, and all of our herbs come in tablet form. So there's lots of different forms. You know, probably familiar with powders and dusts and teas and tinctures, but for us – 
we really wanted the herbs to also follow our mission of ease and accessibility and convenience and, you know, in a tablet form, the easiest way to take it. Um because herbs only work if you take them. <laughs> um, so trying to make the whole experience around it seamless and easy. Um, we have eight formulas that we launched with. And so one of kind of our overall approach to health and self-care is prevent, heal, glow. And this is the idea that we can be your partner no matter what you're facing. So even if you're feeling generally healthy, we offer acupuncture and herbal medicine that will keep you healthy. It'll keep you in the game. It'll optimize your health. It can give you more energy, less stress, help you sleep better, heal common conditions, um, digestion, women's health, men's health. And then GLOW is actually we do facial rejuvenation acupuncture, and then we also offer inner beauty herbs. And so with the herbal formulas, we launched with eight initial formulas, some under prevent, heal, and glow. So prevent, it's – and then we tried to have fun names, beautiful packaging to make something that could otherwise be, you know, a chore to elevate it, make it fun, also make the names really intuitive. So for example, one of our bestsellers is our daily stress management formula that we call Run the World. we have an immunity formula called Can't Touch This, um, which really boosts I your immune that. system. I love the branding. Break. I did uh, look on your Instagram and I'm like, I love the packaging of, of everything here. Awesome. Thanks. Yeah, we definitely spent a lot of time in thinking through the branding and what signifies kind of the radical transformation that you can have with acupuncture. And so having the colors that aligned to that and we use a lot of paint and things that feel energetic and alive and fluid because that's really what healing is about up next the responsibility of keeping yourself balanced and well while running a wellness company plus a brainstorm A common theme from all of the guests we've interviewed on our podcast so far is that they've all relied on support from other women through groups. So we decided to start an Entreprenista Facebook group. Head on over to Facebook and search Entreprenistas. We really wanted to create a community for Entreprenistas to connect, share ideas, help each other solve problems, and learn from all of our collective experiences. If you join the group, it's really a safe space to talk about being an entrepreneur, sharing your wins, asking for help when needed, It's going to be an exciting 2019, and we can't wait to meet you so we can learn and grow together. Michelle, you're running a wellness company. Running any business is stressful. How do you stay focused and balanced and not stressed? There definitely (laughs) is an irony in having your mission be about bringing wellness to all and then, you know, also the reality of being an entrepreneur and raising money and creating a business that's built to scale and having investors. Um, But, you know, there are definitely strategies and ways that we really try to go above and beyond in order to keep that balance myself. I would say first and foremost, it's having, you know, our offices in the basement of our studio on 22nd Street. So whenever I do feel myself being stressed or overwhelmed, the very first thing I do is book myself an appointment (laughs) (laughs) for recovery and balance as well. Um, And then, you know, there are definitely, you know, 
ways to – I think also meditation is a really important part of how I find balance. So I generally start every day with some meditation and that also has really started to help me sleep a lot better as well. Um and then now that we launched our herbs, it's been honestly a game changer. Our, our run the world daily stress management formula really helps a lot as well. So th- that's kind of usually my starting point. But then, you know, I also try and work out a lot, which can be really helpful for stress relief. Where do you um, work out? Um, I love to go to Soul Cycle. Me too. Uh, really? Great. <laughs> yep. Um, and there's like so many of them in Flatiron, which is awesome. Um, but yeah, I love Soul Cycle. I love SLT. Um, I actually, I also do a lot of Peloton. So yeah. Uh, and you talk a lot about live, work, play. Do you live in yeah. the area too? No, I live in Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> it would be so much easier if I did. But <laughs> uh, And then I know you have a two-year-old yeah. as well. How do you balance motherhood and running a business? It's interesting. I always say that I had two babies at the same yes. time because they're about the same age. <laughs> um, and I was fundraising about two weeks after Sam was born. We started fundraising. So um, it's something that's kind of And it's interesting because as he gets older, it changes kind of how I balance things. But I think being super focused that I'm not going to compromise on being the best mom that I can be. But I'm also not going to compromise on being the best leader that I can be for within. And there are some days where compromises have to be made in different ways. I think honestly the number one way that I'm able to do that is – having an incredible support system that starts with my husband, um, but also extends to my girlfriends, to um, also I would say the network of other female entrepreneurs that I've really started to build and connect with over the last couple of years. Because as female entrepreneurs and as moms were facing unique challenges, so having that support network um, is really critical um, so that we can support each other, help lift each other up, um, and then ultimately lots of acupuncture. (laughs) (laughs) And I know you raised money. Uh, What was that process like? So it's interesting because I had worked in finance before and I'd been kind of on the other side of the table. Um, So it definitely gave me some perspective in terms of what the process would be like and how to tell a story and how to communicate the numbers. But being on the other side of it and, you know, putting yourself and your company and your idea out there and um, trying to get other people to really understand the vision and to, to be able to invest was definitely a totally different process. Um, But we were, from the beginning, very thoughtful about who we wanted our investors to be. And so there were kind of two major categories. So the first was investors who had experience building other similar brands in the wellness space that were aspirational brands that also had um, a retail component as well and had built not just built but also scaled those businesses because that's kind of where we were headed and so um, both Elizabeth Cutler and Julia Rice from Soul Cycle, Nick Jamais from Sweet Green, Michael Pollock from Heyday are all investors um, and they've all just been tremendously instrumental in both you know little nitty gritty ways of this is how you build a training manual to you know major strategic questions around a brand and a community and things like that. Um, And then we also have a number of venture funds that invested as well. That's great that you have that that support system to just call on. 
Um, and then what would you say is one tool you think every entrepreneurista should have? Great question. I think that every entrepreneurista should have a business coach. And, you know, I have been working with a business coach since last fall, which is kind of interesting because some people, you know, might think it's early in the journey to start doing that. Um, but I it's really been a game changer for me um, when, you know, everything every day is brand new. It's really helpful to have. And you're um, leading a team of people, um, you know, like I said, went from zero, two to 25, like kind of overnight, um, having that outlet, someone that you can run ideas by, someone that um, can help give you a new perspective into yeah. all these new situations has been really a game changer for me. Stephanie and I, we saw a business coach a few years ago. We call her our therapist. <laughs> totally. Totally. Yeah. How did you find your business coach? Through a friend of mine who had used him for years and had a business, uh, also similar entrepreneurial journey. And what keeps you inspired? Honestly, it's right now it's the stories that we're hearing about other people that have come to within and their health transformations. So we've had a number of women that have gotten pregnant at within. Oh. We've had people that have come to us post-surgery. We have patients that are going through cancer treatments and radiation, and we're helping with that pain. Um, and then we also just have people that are coming in stressed and anxious and balancing life every single day and just knowing that we're able to – help everybody that comes in feel better. It's constantly inspirational. And lastly, what does being an entrepreneurista mean to you? So for me, it means believing in something really passionately, that you're willing to do anything to make it happen, um, that you know that there's going to be you know, sacrifices and challenges and you're going to fail and you're going to learn and you're going to grow, but you're going to do it anyways because you know that you just couldn't stand to see someone else do it and not have it be you. Um, and then I think more and more as within has grown and as I've, you know, built this business, really this idea of a support network and you know, you're constantly meeting new people, but how do you help each other? How do you pay it forward? How do you really make sure that you have the support that you need, but then can also provide that to other people, especially other women? Yeah, and I think we're really lucky to live in a place like New York City because totally. there are so many mm -hmm. women entrepreneurs to, to connect with. Mm -hmm. um, so thank you so much for joining with me. Where can everyone find and follow you? Because I couldn't find you on Instagram. Are you on Instagram? <laughs> I am on Instagram. Your um, secret Instagram account. Everybody should follow Within's Instagram. <laughs> Without the eyes. W-T-H-N. Uh, and thank you again. And thank you everyone for listening. I'm Courtney. And this is the best business meeting I've ever had. Thanks for listening.